Blog Talk Radio. Hi, and welcome. This is Women's Grace and Grit, Blog Talk Radio, and I am the host, Tiss with the mostess, Jai Carr. And um, today is March 3rd, 3317, and welcome. Today's, um, today's episode is a, um, a topic near and dear to my heart. Um, I, I consider this topic the one thing, no matter what, <laughs> no matter what, every woman has in common with other women. Um, and this is the burden of shame that women carry. And by shame, um, I want to kind of spend a little time with what the word shame is, is how I'm using it, because words words are wonderful. Words often get misused. Um, people have different experiences of words, depending on how they grew up with people using those words. And, and again, words, you know, sticks and stones will break my bones. Um, and, and the truth is, names do hurt. Um, words have power. So by shame, I mean, on one end of the spectrum... Um, this this pervasive, and this is the thing I, I say every woman has in, within our, ourselves, this pervasive sense that somehow, somewhere, we are not enough, we are lacking, and I consider this every woman's Achilles heel in some form. It's the one thing that will, will take us down. Um, and then on the other end of the spectrum is the shame whether it's um, generational, whether it's cellular, whether it's, um, you know, present time life experience of having a person or persons um, treat the woman inappropriately. Shaming can be done, again, verbally. It can be done physically. It can be done um, um, spiritually, emotionally. Um, and the shame can be from outside, but it's also what um, a woman can carry when she has had an experience um, of being traumatized, of being abused. Um, and again, the abuse ranges anywhere from mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, to um, to simply not being given what every human being needs, which is affirmation, appreciation, support, encouragement, nurturing. Um, and that sense of shame is, um, you know, what what is wrong with me? So again, on one end of the spectrum is is um is kind of the <laughs> the lifelong of the lifelong experience women have, generational experience, kind of historical experience of not being enough of something being wrong with them to the other end of the spectrum being physically, verbally, emotionally, spiritually abused. Um, and um, and so when I call it the burden of shame women carry, it is a burden. Okay? And again, the burden can be the burden of having you know, family members betray you by abusing you, by standing aside from consequences when someone has abused you, um, from the shame you carry as a child that when you came to an important person in your life that's, you know, and you said they hurt me or they did this, you weren't believed. Um, And the other shame that is universal for women is the shame of not being men. Now let me explain this a little bit. 
the shame that women feel about not being men is because for the last several hundred years, women have not been in, in positions of power, positions of authority. Um, we've been, in many ways, second-class citizens, denigrated, dismissed, um, denied what we know, um, and having, you know, again, these acts of abuse um, because of our vulnerability, especially once we are either alone um, or with children. Um, and so the measures that we are being held to as women um, in a world that is very male-centric um, is that there's something wrong with us, that we are not men. We are not acting like men. We are not behaving like men. We are not... Um, um, responding as men. And again, I, w I want to always caveat this in, in these discussions I have about this, the, the dynamics between men and women. In no way do I at all say men are bad. No way am I implying men have, you know, men in general have said, oh yes, let us, <laughs> let us try to destroy women. Let us try to undermine women. It's not that conscious a lot of times. Yes, there are men who it is that conscious, um, the people who intend harm to women. But many men are as much collateral damage as women are of the, the dynamic of having only one of the genders, men, be in positions of power and dominance and leadership. And so the sense that every woman, and I mean every, I have, <laughs> I have um, worked with a lot of different women uh, from different ages, from different socioeconomic groups, from different backgrounds, different heritages, uh, different times of their life. And every woman has some part of her, some place in her, um, that that she feels shame, that she feels that there's something wrong with her, that she lacks. And again, as I said, on the, on, on the most extreme, you know, kind of end of the spectrum are people who have been physically abused, sexually abused, um, you know, emotionally abused. Um, and in no way do I want to take away how that is the extreme of the spectrum. And the other end of the spectrum, and, you know, where most of us lie, kind of midpoint to, you know, not the physical abuse, um, it is still real. Um, I mean, I'll have a woman sit there and talk about how she you know, feels like there's something wrong with her because um, she doesn't look at 45 like she ought to look, which is really at she should look like a 25-year-old. And when I asked her, where does this come from? She said, well, you know, those are the women my husband like to, likes to look at. And, you know, what's wrong with me that I can't look like I'm 25 anymore, despite what I eat, despite what I spend on myself, blah, blah, blah. Now, yes, this is a, <laughs> a first-world problem. I get it. But what that does to this woman, who's, who's very active in volunteer work, who's very active in her community, what this does to her is make her question everything that she feels, everything she thinks, everything she wants to stand up and say, no, that's not right to. And here's that's the damage. That's That's... That's the damage is whatever it is that makes us as women hesitant, fearful, silent about things we know in our heart and soul. We need to stand up and speak up to and stand up for and say no to. Whatever that is, that's the damage. That's the damaging dynamic. 
and it makes women smaller. It makes them less impactful. It makes them that insecurity, um, that insecurity that that comes from feeling uh, shame about how they are not model thin, or they are. Um, tired at the end of a day of working and, and come home and still have children to tend to in a house and, you know, if they're lucky, volunteer work. That sense of I'm not perfect because I'm human, I'm not perfect because I'm not, you know, whatever, fill in the blank, um, is 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 very harmful to not only women but the people that count on women, and that includes the men in their life, um, the people in their community who need to feel like they are not the only one who are feeling something, but again, because of their their that effect of inner shame, are are you know justifying, legitimizing, apologizing for what they don't do, and or what they do do, um, and um, and it's the thing I always say to a woman when we get there, because we always get to where it is. And again, I don't want to dismiss or, or deny or, you know, kind of minimize the, the real numbers of women who have been sexually abused. And even if it wasn't physical sexual abuse, there was inappropriate abuse that was through the... Um, you know, the desires that a relative often or a family friend um, wanted to, you know, communicate and did communicate and that child knew nothing of what to do about it. And nor was it safe to tell anybody because even when they did tell sometimes, they were told they were imagining it or how could they say that about that nice person. That is that is a legitimate, real, horrific end of the spectrum. But I also want women who you know, can't kind of point and say, well, here's why I, you know, am less than I really am. Here's why I pull back instead of stand up straight and say no, or say you can't do that to another person. It's this pervasive culture of saying, unless you are perfect, you know, which (laughs) I just say it's like mid-teens to maybe 30, unless you are perfect physically, unless you are perfect um, sexually, unless you are perfect um, in terms of you've never made a mistake, you've never gotten angry, you've never, you know, um, yelled when really, you know, you misunderstood, i.e. you haven't been perfect, you lack somehow. Um, You know, this sense of shame about not being good enough, not being enough, is very, very destructive. Um, and so part of what I work with women, and, and you know, this isn't to pitch my services, this is to say you don't have to stay there. You don't have to, you know, as a woman kind of go, really, you know, can I, can I ever feel confident in what I feel? Can I ever feel confident in what I want to say? Can I feel confident to say no and still, you know, be loving somebody? No, no doesn't, is not the same as, um, I don't love you. No is not the same as I don't want to be in relationship with you. Um, in fact, no, you have to learn how to say no before you can really say yes. Um, but but when you begin to say, I'm tired of living less than I am, I'm tired of apologizing or justifying what I feel or want or know, then you know when you begin to shine a light on where the guilt and shame burdens you and where you shrink in response to something, you know, to feeling you lack, 
when you instead go, I'm human. And in that very sentence, in that very word is is equals imperfect. Um, and imperfect allows me to be who I am, to learn from being who I am with other people. And and in that is the joy and the peace. Um, it, and not in perfection. Perfection is is antithetical to joy. Perfection is antithetical to inner peace and outer peace. We are human. And, you know, one of the things that that we really need is for women to be okay with being human, that we are flawed, we are going to make mistakes. We can both love somebody and really not like what they're doing. We can love someone and really disagree with somebody. And, you know, one of the things I think women are being asked to really, why we're being asked to heal this, this what I call the burden of shame that we carry as women, is because part of what we need in this world is both and. We can both love and say no. We can both, you know, disagree and still say, let's keep working on this. I know we can come to something we can both, you know, get behind. The both and is really kind of the the jewel at the end of each of us as women saying, where do I silence myself? Where do I punish myself? Where do I, you know, withdraw but then resent? And, and, it, and that resentment comes out in, in being unkind somewhere else to somebody else that I view as less than me, right? So when women engage in the, um, what I call the alpha-beta, you know, if you're not alpha, then you're beta, and beta means you're submissive and you have to, and you're more likely to be dismissed. Um, when we stop agreeing with that, when we stop saying, okay, fine, I will align with that, I will support that because fill in the blank, I'm too fat, I'm too short, I have too many freckles, my hair is too thin, um, you know, I'm not a great cook, um, I, I don't like what everybody in my peer group likes, whatever. When you, when you shine shine light on where it is you burden yourself with with shame, with guilt, at being at lacking. Um, and again, that lacking, you know, one of the shames that people who who have been sexually abused, the shame is they did it. They brought this on themselves. They encouraged. They deserved it. They must, you know, be bad because people that they told or who ought to have known um, didn't rise up in their defense and, and anger and righteousness. Everything that has happened to us that is not of today is something we can say and we no longer give it power. We no longer give it being able to be the author of my future. That is easy to say, harder to do, but it is what really life is about. Our cells change every year completely. We can change from what has happened instead of identifying with it and, and claiming it in order, you know, with the with the consequence that we are made smaller by it, we can stop that. Especially women, we are the creative power on this planet. We are the ultimate creators. Two cells, we make a human being in our sleep, and no machine has nor will ever be able to do that. So, time is up. 
Um, but please know, wherever you feel shame, wherever you feel the the burden of not being enough, please know it is not true. It is not true about who you are. It's not true about your value. It's not true about your worth. And it's not true you have to be perfect to have the right to stand up and say no, the right to stand up and say that's not right, the right to say I prefer this. It's only when we begin to be able to be imperfect and still consider that really valuable can we begin to change this either-or that is very harmful to all of us, men and women. I leave you. Um, Have a fabulous weekend. Um, Please don't hesitate to connect with me at my website, J-A-I-K-A-U-R.com. If you would like to set up a no-cost session with me by phone to, I call it my clarity session, and it's just just 45 minutes by phone. And I, you know, I provide a container for people to say where they are, where they'd like to be, and if they'd like help getting there. Um, So off I go. I will be with you next week, and have a fabulous week. Bye.